Welcome to Black Men Stack Your Paper, the podcast. Today, I just want to share some wisdom and some things I've been picking up from the stock market, geopolitical events, as well as both macro and microeconomic events. Hopefully, this inspires you to do your thorough research so that you can make the right plays with your money and be that first generation of old money that we need so badly as a community of black men. Today's theme is dope shit that public companies do. We're going to start with Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo bought back $30 billion in stocks. And... They also approved a dividend increase to 35 cents per share. So I want to talk about both things. So when you do a buyback of shares as a public company, the shares outstanding are worth more because it's less of them. Meaning that if you own Wells Fargo and your shit didn't get bought back, you own a larger portion of the company, which, again, just makes the company or makes the stock in the company more valuable. The second thing that companies do is they offer dividends, which basically means at the end of the fiscal year or at a predetermined time, companies will take all of the extra cash they have and give it to their investors and the people that own the stock instead of reinvesting it into operating capital or assets or whatever. You may say, why in the fuck would a company ever do this? Well, there comes a point when you have so much money that you aren't lean anymore. If you have too much money and nothing to do with it, you're not lean. The only thing you could do is buy more and gain a bigger empire. But in turn, you become more sloppy because it's not you don't have you may not have the resources to cover a larger company or you just don't see it in your vision, whatever the case. So. That's a dope thing that companies can do, but I think by far the most dope thing that a company could ever do is raise guidance. Now, raise guidance is simply when a company sets higher goals than they originally have. So, for example, GM is now planning to reduce $3 billion in expenditures compared with their previous guidance of $2 billion in expenditures. Now, we all know that if they reduce expenditures by $3 billion, which is a billion more than they planned, you'd know that the company was far more efficient and they would have far more cash flow to do better things with, like grow their company or get to markets that get to people that typically don't have the opportunities or the chances to buy GM vehicles. So that is basically what raising guidance is. And I've even applied the concept to my own life when I'm killing it and I'm not satisfied. I know to go back to the drawing board and raise my own guidance. If I'm Steph Curry and I'm dropping 30 a night and I just don't get that same feeling no more, now I got to go out and drop 40. It's a simple concept because people want to do more. But when you actually make it a habit of raising guidance, now you're a higher value. Google or Alphabet reported better than expected quarterly results. So that should push tech in a way, in a different way. Now, I don't know where that goes, where tech goes with Alphabet reporting better than expected. But I just got breaking news that NASDAQ 100 futures rise as investors dig big tech earnings, digest big tech earnings, I'm sorry, and await Fed decision. 
Now, this is just one report. We still are waiting for Apple, Microsoft, and Amazon this week. But NASDAQ 100 is already like, yo, let's get this shit going. <clears throat> the Fed decision, I think, is uh, we're going to raise interest rates. There may be a pause, but there's going to be a slight raise in interest rates. Something that a lot of people aren't talking about is the effect of student loans on the economy. I don't think it'll be big, but I think it, we do need to talk about it a little bit more so that uh, we know um, how long to expect a downturn there. I don't know if all of that even mixed, but that's news. Um, Alphabet reported earnings. I'm not going to go into them because I'm not in with Alphabet or I'm not in with Google. Okay, I just got the article about Microsoft. I said Microsoft reported later on this week, but obviously they reported as well. And they say their cloud revenue growth slowed to 26%. This kind of makes sense. Uh, cloud is one of those things that it is not new anymore. It is not like there is a lot of market to go around. And Amazon just got the shit locked because... Not only were they already dominating cloud, but the new and they have just a whole bunch of solutions they offer to people now when it comes to cloud. So I don't think Microsoft can keep up with that. And I'm thinking Microsoft is going to have to compete with Google with uh, by. Well, obviously, they would be competing with Google because they're they're ahead of Google, but they're going to have to compete with AI is what I was trying to say. I'm just I'm lost for words today. So I probably should talk about the interest rates raising this month. We expect a lot of people expect interest rates to raise by a quarter percent, which is tolerable to most people. And I think the Fed is confident about the U.S. economy and the ability for the economy to withstand higher borrowing costs. I just feel that raising it by 0.25 is not going to be noticeable for anyone. It is said that the like people feel it like a year or 18 months later, but I, I just think this is a waste of time. I just, I'd say either leave it alone or, or raise it to a, to a extent where someone will feel it because what we're dealing with now with all of the confidence in the, I don't know what it is, but a lot of people got money or a lot of people got credit and they're spending a lot. So you have inflation. Now, luckily, if inflation is cooling off a little bit, so it's not really a buzzword like it used to be. But I just don't I don't get how this contributes to anything. But we are prepared for that to happen this week. And I just expect for stocks to go down. Don't see it as a bad thing. Stocks go down. You buy them, especially if you know you did your homework. And finally, as a thank you and speaking of homework, I believe that we should be emotionless when it comes to money, emotionless when it comes to investing. So you put your money in a stock, you know, you did your research, you know, it's a buy from all of the analysts or maybe it's an ETF or anything else. You keep your money right there and you don't have emotions about it. You don't have emotions about losing a grand. You don't have emotions about none of that because you set a price target and you set a goal to hit that price target in a year. So I would open it up every day. I would see the losses. And if I was you, I would just internalize the burn, internalize the hate because 
you're trying to become emotionless about the stock market because you're there to win. So it's either win or wait. And I think if we can extend that emotionless feeling to everyday spending, making sure we are itemizing things, making sure that we are ledgering things so that everything is written down, everything is on point. I think we're good, but it's not something that we can just do a week and give up. It's got to be an obsession. Like for me, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with getting rich. So I'm about to do everything and then some to make sure I'm putting all of my energy, all of my time and all of the time that I would give to a hobby to learning about finances, getting ahead, doing the right things, making the right plays. Now I don't give a fuck if it's a bear or bull market. I'm going to have to find a way to take advantage. So I'm using AI. I'm using books. I'm reading books. I'm doing these podcasts every day. I didn't even feel like it today. I got other shit to do. And I'm in here doing this so that I stay up on it because I do believe that it's going to pay off. I put a lot of time and effort into cybersecurity, which is my, which is my career. And I got pretty good at it. And I'm like, that shit was hard as fuck. And now I do it effortlessly. So why not put that time and effort into finances and see me get finances effortless, effortlessly? I can't even talk to that fuck. I know that I put a good three to four years into cybersecurity before I got good and comfortable with it. So all I got to do is put that same time into here and I'm good. And so that's what I'm encouraging you to do today is to join this movement and let's get it. If you like this episode, Please leave me a rating. You don't got to give me five stars. Be honest. Give me a four. Give me a three if you felt it was right there. But if it was the most phenomenal, like you've never heard nothing like this before, give me a five-star rating. Regardless, leave me a review and tell me what you liked about it. I got to go, dog.